You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hey, Maggie, doing well. Good. It's good to have you back on the podcast for Unit 26. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited to be here. Looking forward to talking with you about this whole unit. Yes, it's going to be a good one because we are talking about the arrest of Jesus, a super cheerful topic. <laughs> Maybe not not initially, but in the long run, it turns out well for us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It does. Well, on that topic, Sarah, why don't you start us off with our unit description? All right. So this is unit 26 and it's on the arrest of Jesus. There are four sessions in this unit. And the description is the time for Jesus's resurrection was at hand. After sharing a special meal with his disciples, Jesus was betrayed by one of his own and was arrested. Even as his death approached, Jesus continued to act as a perfect priest, loving his followers and praying to the Father on their behalf. Thank you. And with a new unit, we have a new big picture question and a new key passage. So I'm going to start with our new big picture questions. And for our different age groups, it varies a little bit. I'll start with our younger preschool. The question is, how is Jesus the perfect priest? And the answer is, Jesus gave his life for us. For our older preschool, the question is, how is Jesus the perfect priest? And the answer is, Jesus gave his life as the perfect sacrifice for sin. And for kids, the question is, how is Jesus the perfect priest? Jesus was the perfect sacrifice for sin, and he speaks to God the Father for us today. And our key passage is found in Hebrews 4, 15. And again, the different age groups will be focusing on different sections of this passage. So babies and toddlers will be learning that Jesus never sinned, Hebrews 4, 15. Younger preschool will be learning that Jesus lived a perfect life, Hebrews 4, 15. Older preschool will be learning, for we have a high priest who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4.15. And then kids will be learning, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4.15. And so that's sort of our overarching big picture content for unit 26. And so now we're really going to Zoom in on Unit 26, Session 1, which is titled, Jesus Was Anointed. And the Bible text that this is coming from can be found in Matthew 26, Mark 14, and John 12. So Sarah, why don't you share with us our big idea from this session? Absolutely. So kids have been learning about Jesus's last week on earth before he was crucified. We learn that he is our perfect prophet who taught truth and gave warnings to the people we learn that Jesus has the words of life and that he gave his life to save us. Over the next few weeks, kids will be learning that the time for Jesus's resurrection was at hand. But even as his death approached, Jesus continued to act as a perfect priest, loving his followers and praying to the Father on their behalf. In this week's Bible story, kids will discover how Mary's act of worship was also a way to prepare Jesus for burial. All right. Thank you. 
So now we're going to head into the time of the podcast where we focus on just pointing out some activities or some areas that might need some extra prep time, some extra instructions. So we're going to start out with our preschool leader guides, and then we'll head into our kids area. So I'm going to start with our younger preschool leader guide, and there's a welcome activity that's called Find Footprints. And this activity requires you to print the footprints printable before the session and hide those pictures around the room before the preschoolers arrive. So you're going to want to hide those pictures in plain sight and let the preschoolers find them and bring them to you. And just remember the age group that you're working with. And so you're going to want to keep those footprints in plain sight at levels where the preschoolers are going to be able to find them and not hide them in too difficult or too high of spaces where it's going to be tricky for those kiddos to find them. Then for our older preschoolers, they have a really fun activity called paint with spices. You're going to want to watch kids closely to make sure that they don't touch the spice mixture and then touch their faces because depending on the spices that they're using, it might have a potential to burn eyes. So if painting with a spice mixture makes you nervous, you might want to add a few drops of essential oils to washable paints and that would create an aroma instead of actually painting with spices so that's a way to keep the meaning behind the activity without actually doing the activity as described and then for preschool worship there's an activity called trace and paint feet and it involves painting with oil which as you can imagine can get messy So be sure to cover the table with a plastic tablecloth or paper or have a cleaning solution nearby. And I might suggest all three of those options. Cover the table with paper and a plastic tablecloth and have a cleaning solution nearby to clean the table after the activity. And, you know, probably have some soap and paper towels by as well to clean off hands yeah it might be helpful to have some smocks too because you know once that oil gets in clothing it can be a little tricky to get out and maybe some maybe some dish soap as well yes (laughs) you're gonna want to yeah just have a a arsenal of of, (laughs) um so just some different options right to clean with (laughs) it sounds like a lot of fun though (laughs) but it will be a real it will be a very fun activity yeah the kids will love it for sure All right, so Sarah, why don't you take it away with our younger kids? All right, so for younger kids, there's an activity called Oily Fun. And in this activity, in the leader guide, it suggested mixing the oil and water. But another thing that you could do is keep the oil and water separate by having kids perform this experiment um, by filling an empty water bottle half full of oil, such as vegetable oil, and then fill a small bowl with water. And then after adding a few drops of food color to the water, kids can then use like a pipette or something to squirt the water with the food color into the oil. So that's just an alternative option that if you wanna try to keep those liquids separate for that. Then for kids worship, there's a group activity called poured out relay. And for this activity, it might be fun to do this one outside. So if the weather allows for it, then you can go outside and have that extra space to perform this one. A lot of fun activities and a lot of fun activities with oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. They fit in well with our Bible text this week. Yes. All right. So now we're going to finish out by talking about what we are excited about for this session. And I'll start and then I'll hand it over to you, Sarah. 
So as I was reading our Bible story for this week, I just noticed how many cultural aspects this text has and how with this Bible story especially, those cultural aspects are really important to the meaning of this story. You know, we have Passover, we have things like the perfume being really expensive and how that would be such a great sacrifice. And so those are things that kids and adults even wouldn't initially understand the meaning of. But I think that between the story and the activities, they do a really great job of helping kids understand things like the meaning of the Passover and the expense and then therefore the sacrifice of the perfume. And so I think that they really help kids understand the meaning behind the story on a deeper level. And so I'm excited for that. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm really excited about the activities for this session. I think there are a lot of fun, hands-on experiments that really aid in the learning experience and help kids get more of a mental picture of Jesus being anointed with the oil. You know, studies have shown that when we have unique or out-of-the-ordinary experiences, learning experiences, that this really helps kids kind of grasp and, and remember what they've been taught. And so anytime we can provide Something that's a little bit different and allows them to get even a little messy creates that experience for them to really hold on to what they've learned. And I'm also excited for kids to understand the significance of Mary's gift and how it was an act of worship. While Mary's gift was, you know, extravagant and costly and we're not really bringing oils to church or anything to give to the (laughs) Lord, I hope kids that are going to come away with understanding that they have specific time, talents, or gifts that they have that they can use as an act of worship as well. You know, Romans 12, one through two reminds us that we are supposed to live our lives as an act of worship to the Lord. And so I hope that that's something that as leaders are teaching this, that they're kind of emphasizing to the kids saying, hey, you know what, Mary did this and you can too, even though it might look a little bit different. I love that point, Sarah. I think You know, especially, you know, when we think about bringing gifts to the Lord, a lot of times we think about giving monetary gifts to the Lord. And, you know, for kids, we want to teach that aspect. But for kids, a lot of times that looks different. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. You know, kids definitely have gifts. And so when they see the gift that Mary brings, I, I agree. I hope that that encourages them to think about the unique and creative gifts that they also can bring to Jesus. I love that. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.